Young gospel. Young gospel. Yo, what's up, everybody? My people, my Christian brothers and sisters, I'm so happy to be back with this podcast. I took some time off. I was going through a lot of different changes here in the household, but it is okay. I felt like there was a time that I needed to sit back and just really move things around. The Lord was asking me to do this. I wanted to go strong in my podcast. I wanted to drop another 13 uh, podcast recordings, but I couldn't. The Lord wanted me to move forward and he wanted me to do something a little bit different, something that I had been praying for for such a long time. And I do have some great news. So I told you guys about a job that I had received a while back. Well, I got an even better job a more ideal job, a more stable job, a job with more pay, which means I can give God more money. I can, uh, you know, uh, put more uh, toward the help of the souls, toward the church for better chairs, for better sound equipment, for better lighting, for more help, for more cleaning. When you put money toward the church, you don't even understand how many expenses there is in a church. So the Lord called me to give more because he's given me more and he wants more from those that he gives more to to whoever he entrusts more more is expected of so hopefully this year i'm a little more stable i did have to give up my room from podcasting uh gave it to my children now they have a room of their own uh, another room a separate room where they can have some fun I don't have the same equipment that I was recording on a few episodes back, but it is okay. I'm not going to worry about it. I did purchase a lavalier mic. I'm going to do this with my phone and a lavalier mic because I really want to get the message out. I feel it's very important that as Christians, we do not stop. No matter what tools we have, no matter how inexpensive they might be, no matter how low of a quality they are, it's always important to get the message out. And today I'm bringing you a podcast by the name of fear. That's going to be the theme, fear. I don't think I've ever covered fear before in some of the past uh, episodes, but this is going to be episode number 14, and I'm going to title this episode, Fear. So what does the Bible say about fear? Well, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So here we see that the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear. So why do we feel it? Why do we engage it? Or better yet, why do we entertain it? See, we should not even entertain fear in our lives. Because here, clearly, God is saying, hold on. Hold on, my child. Hold on. I did not give you that spirit. Where is it coming from? A lot of times, the reason why we have fear is because we don't trust him. We don't fully trust the Lord. So we're afraid. God, I'm going under the knife. I'm going to get operated on. I'm scared. Lord, I'm probably going to lose this job. Lord, how am I going to pay my home? How am I going to pay my car? Lord, I'm losing this loved one that has been by my side for such a long time. Look, I know those things are hard. But at the same time, 
you have to have faith. You have to trust in the Lord that he is going to come through for you in the very last moment. I heard this thing that says the Lord never comes late, but he also never comes early. He comes right on time. Let me say that one more time. The Lord never comes late, but he also never comes early. He comes right on time. So if he hasn't given us the spirit of fear, then let's not practice it. Let's practice faith. Because it says that he's given us the power of love and of a sound mind. See, when we love, the, the love, the power of love is so strong that it chokes everything else out. When you have love, you don't have jealousy. When you have love, you don't have anger. When you have love, you don't have anxiety. When you have love, you don't have greed. When you have love, you don't have fear. We have to practice the power of love. It is the key thing that the Lord has left for us. It's the key emotion that he really wants us to put all of our energy towards. He really wants us to harness this word love, but practice it, put it into practice. It's a verb. To love is a verb. It has to be put into action and of a sound mind. See, this is something that I battled with for a very long time. I thought that being having a sound mind, I thought I had a sound mind to begin with. I really thought I had a sound mind. But then I realized that if I had a sound mind, a clear mind, a mind with a set objective, then why am I fearing? Why am I jealous? Why am I having anxiety? Why am I having panic attacks? If I have a sound mind, and I trust that God is with me and I believe his word and I believe that he is the beginning and the end, the alpha, the omega, the savior, then why am I in fear? I have to know in my sound mind that he is in control. So not only practicing love, but a sound mind, a mind that has an objective that knows that God exists and that knows that God is going to come through right when you need him on time. Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing, for nothing. Now, it doesn't say be anxious for your car payment. Oh, because that's big in your world, in your life. Oh, be anxious because you're going through this bad breakup or be anxious because you think about perhaps committing suicide or be anxious because you don't have money or be anxious because you don't have clothes or be anxious because you're adopted or be anxious because you're a stepchild, whatever the case may be. No, the Lord is saying, be anxious for nothing, not a zip zilch. Don't be anxious. Don't have anxiety. Don't give into that because no matter who you are, no matter what you are, the Lord loves you and he's going to come through for you right on time. Now, he's not going to come early, but he's not going to come late. He's going to show up in your life right on time. Listen to me. Listen to me right on time. So don't worry about it. Don't be anxious over nothing. But in everything, the Lord, the word says, by prayer and supplication. So 
We're not called to be anxious. We're not called to have anxiety. We're not called to be uh, these warriors, these people that worry. No, he says, look, okay, you have this issue. You have this feeling. You have this emotion. You have this problem. Okay, what's the next step? The next step is praying and supplicating. We have to be in prayer and supplication, asking the Father, Lord Jesus, thank you, Father, thank you, which is actually the next verse. It says, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So he says, look, don't be anxious, but pray. I want to talk to you. I'm going to give you what you want, but I want you to ask of it from me. You have a father or a mother or a loved one. They don't, they can't read your mind. Now I know God can read all of our minds, but even if your mom or dad or loved one could read your mind, sometimes they still need to know what you need, what it is that you need. So you have to ask for it. I believe the, the, the saying is a mouth that doesn't open does not get fed. So the Lord says, look, I love you. I know what you need, but come talk to me. I want to have this moment with you. I want to have this interaction with you. I want to have this relationship with you. Come, talk to me. And the way we're going to do it is through prayer. This is the communication that the Lord listens to. He says that it is like a sweet fragrance to him when we pray. Prayer moves mountains. Prayer moves the seas, prayers moves problems, prayers moves people, prayers moves hearts, prayer moves everything. And that's why the Lord says, pray. He even gave us an example, right? He gave us an example. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That prayer, the Lord gave it to us as an example to always pray and be in supplication. With what though? With thanksgiving. Look, Sometimes people pray, but they're angry. Oh God, if you don't give me this, I'm not going to go to church. God, if you don't give me that, I'm just not going to talk to nobody about you. God, if you don't give me this, I'm not going to talk to anyone. And matter of fact, I'm going to treat everyone bad and I'm not going to say hi to anyone. No, that's not Thanksgiving. What the Lord is saying, pray with Thanksgiving as if you would have already received it. See, there is a touch of faith in thanksgiving because why would you give thanks for something that you have not received but god is saying look thanksgiving faith of a mustard seed is going to activate me it's going to activate me to want to give to you it's going to activate me to want to bless you the key word here is with thanksgiving yes prayer and supplication with thanksgiving that means happy that means thankful when we are thankful with our parents, what do we show them? We show them love because we're thankful. That is what God wants here. He wants love because what activates the Lord is faith. And every miracle or almost every miracle he performed in the Bible, the Bible says that he said, let your will be done or because you had faith or because you've asked with faith, let it be done unto you. That is the key here with thanksgiving. Philippians 4, 7 says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And the peace of God. 
which surpasses all understanding. Some of us think we're really smart. Matter of fact, sometimes I think I'm really smart. Sometimes I look at people and think, wow, that person's really dumb. But you have to remember one thing, that no matter how great our understanding is to whatever it may be, whether it be uh, mathematics, whether it be science, whether it be theology, we have to understand that the peace of God, that peace that he gives us, it surpasses every understanding. And to interpret it in a different way, no one understands it. So somebody could be very, very afraid of something that might be happening to both of you, like a test. You know, you share a dorm with, uh, with, with a friend and they see that you're in this uttermost peace and they're panicking. Hey, why aren't you, why aren't you like worried about this? Why aren't you overstudying? Why aren't you reading your books? You have to remember that within the storm, there is still peace because the Lord brings us peace in the middle of the storm. And will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Look, the Lord says he's going to guard our hearts and minds. Now, what does this mean? Sometimes our hearts are troubled. Sometimes we go through things. Sometimes we see things that we don't like. Whether it be with a loved one, uh, with a family member, within a church, within our school systems, within our social groups. But you know what? The Lord says, I'm going to guard your mind from that. I'm going to guard your heart to not feel this particular emotion, which a lot of times is fear. And he guards us. He says, I'm going to come to your rescue. I'm going to be that shield. Somebody who guards is somebody who protects. Now, about a year ago, I was working a night shift as a security guard in a gated community. And it was tough. I felt like the whole responsibility was falling on me. If some person came in here and did something bad, if something happened to somebody, the full responsibility fell on me. And it was a scary thing. I had the night shift. I had the night patrol. I was patrolling back and forth. I was getting complaints back and forth. So it wasn't easy by any means. And here, the Lord says, hey, give it to me. I'll do it. I'll be the guard of your heart. I'll be the guard of your mind. And why not deposit this trust in the Lord and say, God, here it is. Here's my heart. Here's my mind. Guard it. Sometimes we also have to submit and just be submissive to the Lord and say, here, God. Because we think we're the guard, the guardians of these, these things, but Things can enter our hearts very easily. Things can enter our minds very easily. Fear is a very, very tricky thing that at, from one moment to another, you can become fearful of something. You can become fearful of someone. You can become fearful of, of something you might lose, someone who may want to harm you, an illness that maybe came over you. So we have to give these things over to the Lord. And the Lord says, hey, I will guard it for you. Psalms 115.11 says, You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. 
you who fear the Lord. We have to have a healthy fear of the Lord or else we'll indulge in whatever we want. You know what? God wants us to have a healthy fear of him because it is what keeping us from doing dumb things. It is what's keeping us from pretty much doing him wrong. When you don't care about someone or you don't fear someone, you're most likely to do something bad to that person if if ever if you ever needed to. So I'll give you a quick an example. You have a very, very small, very small puny guy. He's your roommate. And then you have this other guy that's your roommate. And he's a very, very big bodybuilder. And you can say this as a girl too. Maybe you're a girl and you have a female uh, roommate that's a very small twiggy looking girl. And you have this other girl. She's pretty big and somewhat muscular who are you most likely to fear and who are you most likely to do something wrong to well obviously you're going to fear and you're going to and you're not going to want this bigger person on your bad side so it's kind of the same here if we fear the lord then we are not going to do anything wrong towards the lord but here it says trust in the lord he is our help and our shield. I'd rather have the bigger person shielding me and helping me also. If I were ever in trouble, if I were ever in a situation or like they say in a pickle, I would rather have the bigger person getting my back. I mean, wouldn't you? It's obvious. So sometimes fear is good only when it's a healthy fear and only when it's toward the Lord. Psalms 115.13 says, He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. So again, here we have another example, the opposite side or the flip side, which is the healthy fear, the fear that is healthy, the fear that is toward the Lord. Psalms 118.4 says, Let those who fear the Lord now say, His mercy endures forever. When we fear the Lord, we love the Lord, and when we fear the Lord, His we we are able to discover this mercy that He has for us. Because God on His truth, if we were to pay for our sins the way people paid for their sins back in the days, back in the days of, of the Israelites, of, of uh, when the Jewish people were first uh, coming onto the scene, per se, we would have all been stoned. A lot of us would have missing limbs. A lot of us wouldn't have eyes. A lot of us wouldn't have teeth because it was a tooth for a tooth and an eye for an eye. And if you did someone wrong, if you committed adultery, if you cheated on your husband or your wife, you would be stoned to death. So we see that now the Lord has made a new pact, a new covenant with us where he's like, look, I'm no longer like that. That was a time where I needed to set this thing in stone but there is a new plan under Jesus and the new plan says that he shows us the uttermost mercy mercy is something that you receive without of deserved it right so the lord has so much mercy on us and you know what i'm i'm in a situation where 
I probably should have been punished very, very many times. I haven't been, you know, the best person at times. Uh, you know, sometimes my attitude stinks. Sometimes, uh, you know, I do, you know, have spurts of anger and, and it, it happens. We're all humans. But you know what? We have this caring, loving Lord that says, here I am. Young gospel, here I am. Do not worry. I have your back. I know that you failed yesterday on the freeway. I know that you were trying to get home. I know that there was 100 semi-trucks in front of you. I know, but you have to have patience. And the Lord is teaching me patience. See, sometimes the Lord will put us in situations to, when, so that when we come across to the other side, we've learned some things. So keep that also in mind. Uh, Psalms 119.79 says, Let those who fear you turn to me, those who know your testimonies. You know, here David was saying, Look, Lord, I don't want people to fear me, but if they do, I want them to fear me because of you. So I want them to turn to you. I want them to know that you're the source. I want them to know that you're this spring of good water to drink of this great 10 pH level filled with electrolyte water that I want them to drink. And that's very understandable. Uh, to close this episode, I want to give you a verse out of Proverbs 133. And it says, but whoever listens to me will dwell safely, will be secure without fear of evil perfect verse to close this episode with it says whoever listens to me will dwell safely well how do we listen to the lord well we listen to the lord through the bible he set a set of commandments out for us for us to follow for us to um you know teach uh for us to be able to you know help others but most importantly for us so that he can keep us safe. Uh, we'll be secure and without fear of evil. So for those of you that are thinking that there's some type of an evil out to get you, or there is some type of an evil that you cannot control. Look, let me tell you this. Okay. First of all, you have to trust in God. You have to have faith that anything that is coming your way, the Lord is able to remove it. And believe me when I say this, the Lord wants to help you. But the order, in order for you to activate him, you have to have faith. Every time I have had faith and I prayed over something and I just knew that I was going to receive it because of the amount of faith that I had in God, I received it. And when I second guessed it, I didn't receive it. And if I did receive it, it wasn't at the time that I felt I should have received it. Because the Lord is activated with faith. And when we have fear, we don't have faith. And when we have fear, we don't have love. And when we have fear, we can have all of these secondary emotions that are not good for us surrounding that fear. When we have fear, sometimes we can turn it into anger. 
When we have fear, sometimes we can turn it into jealousy. When we have fear, we can hurt others because we're, we're, we're on a high alert level and we can end up hurting others. So let's trust in the Lord. Let's start to trust in the Lord in a different way, in a way that we haven't. It's a new year. You have a new opportunity. The Lord is giving you life. The Lord is giving you health. And if he hasn't, you can reach me at yggospel at gmail.com. I'd be more than happy to pray for you. Uh, use this email if you ever want to reach me. If you want to reach me anonymously, if you just want to put in a prayer request, go ahead and do so. I do have prayer warriors on standby that I can call, that I can come to my church and say, hey, let's just pray over these people. These people have been reaching me. Such and such needs this, such and such needs that. Or again, just reach me anonymously. Please use that. I mean, I, I'm more than happy to help anyone who needs it. And I want to pray for you guys. Anybody out there who needs prayer in their life, anything, you know, you want to get better grades, you want this bully to stop bullying you at school you want you know to meet that special someone you know you you're fighting a terminal illness you're fighting a drug addiction you feel like you want to commit suicide look those are not the answers those are never the answers life always gets better there's always light at the end of the at the end of, at the other end of the tunnel with jesus in your life there is light all through the tunnel there is light everywhere in the tunnel. Matter of fact, the tunnel doesn't even exist with Jesus. So please, if you want to reach me, it's at yggospel at gmail.com. Me and my, my buddies, my prayer warriors, we will pray for you. No questions asked. You can reach me anonymously or you can drop me a hi, you can drop me a hello, you can drop me a how you doing, you can drop me a good morning, you can drop me some hugs, some love, whatever you guys want to do, let's pray for each other. If you're in a fearful situation, if you're in fear for your life, if you're in fear for someone else, please reach me. Do not be afraid. I am open to whatever you guys want me to pray for. Please, I do want to help. And that uh email i dedicated it it's solely for people who need prayer i don't use it for anything else but for people who need prayer all right guys i love you in jesus name got more podcasts coming up hopefully i'll be getting into a new home maybe and hopefully i'll have a dedicated podcast studio for now it's happening out of the basement it's happening with a lavalier mic and uh, an Android Galaxy phone, but it's okay. I'm going to utilize the tools that the Lord has given me, and I'm going to reach the community, and I'm going to reach the cities, and I'm going to reach the countries. We're going to do this in Jesus' name. If you want to start a podcast, start a podcast. It's very easy. You can sign up to SoundCloud. You can link it up to your iTunes. It automatically shoots your podcast over to the iTunes. It's all on YouTube. It's all online. All the information is out there, guys. We have the tools. Let's use them, okay? This is Young Gospel. I'm signing out with, like always, my beatbox. <laughs> Young gospel, young gospel. One more time, young gospel, young gospel. I'm out of here.